Our gospel today is a, is a very, it's got a really uh, important content to it, but I'm uh, probably going to save that homily for next year. Uh, this year I'd like to focus on our first reading from James. It's not very well known, uh, it's, not, it's not advertised as such, but today is actually kind of a special day because uh, probably about 10 years ago or so, the Pope asked the church uh, to pray for uh, Christians and for Catholic Christians in China. And uh, because of the kind of political tensions and stuff, uh, you know, between China and the West, this is a day that's not really advertised a lot, okay? It's not, you know, like for example, World Day of Prayer for Vocations, you know, you can Google it and, you know, there's a lot of stuff, it's advertised. But um, because praying for for Christians, uh, you know, in China brings with it an implication that they're oppressed by by their culture, by their government, which they are, um, you know, for you know, public relations reasons, we kind of keep this on the lowdown, so to speak. So, so let's still remember though to pray. It's very important. Even if this day is not well advertised, it's very, very important to pray for the cat, for Catholics and for Christians in general in China. And I think actually thinking about the situation, the issues uh, that, that the Chinese Catholics have to deal with in China, uh, it's very relevant to our first reading. Our first reading is, is interesting because St. James is, as it were, giving a kind of uh, a very primitive social justice message to his people uh, that he's writing to. And that would include us ultimately as well, of course. And uh, we see this sort of perennial potential conflict between management and labor, between those who are, you know, capitalists, so to speak, those who own the means of production and then those who are hired to make use of those means to derive a, a material profit for the owners. And it's really that conflict right there that gave birth to the ideology of communism, uh, Marxist communism, uh, which ultimately, you know, corrupted China and influenced them and, and you know, really caused the, the Maoist revolution and whatnot and created this the terrible situation that's there to this day. Now, things are getting better in China, but it's still a communist state. And the kind of, uh, the, the oppression of religious freedom that takes place there is, is horrendous. It's terrible. So, there's two churches in China. There's an above-ground church and there's an underground church. The above-ground church has to abide by the communist laws. And it, it limits the freedom of the church. So, for example, if I was a... Uh, priest in China, I wouldn't be able to give homilies on certain topics. And if I did, someone would inform on me, and I could get in trouble. <laughs> so you have the government actually basically dictating what the church can and cannot do, um, and, and really overstepping its, its boundary and its, uh, the, the, its boundary of competence. Um, it really all goes back to this communist ideology. And really, my brothers and sisters, in a certain sense, we need to kind of own up and take responsibility for a communist ideology because it's traced back to Europe. Karl Marx is a German uh, philosopher who you know, existed in a European Christian civilization. And someone would say, well, we're, I'm not personally responsible for the birth of communism. Obviously, in a, in a certain sense, that's true. But in as much as there's, there's a European heritage 
that uh, both in a genetic sense and a cultural sense, it's thousands of years old and we're the beneficiaries of it, we really do need to own up to some of these really nasty ideologies that have that have come about through this European heritage. Think about it, the Chinese people have no connection to Europe whatsoever. None. Historically, totally separate. Very little interaction. They're all pagans. They don't know anything about Christianity. And here we are as Europeans in a certain sense. Okay, we're Americans, of course, but we have a European heritage. We're the beneficiaries of all of the thousands of years of the of our culture, of our genetic heritage, and then of course Christianity, okay, which is the light of the world. And it's infused into our culture, and we are the beneficiaries of it. And uh, we're kind of, you know, we get sort of fat, and we kind of rest on our laurels, and we get, we take that kind of a benefit and that heritage for granted, and we're kind of sitting around, and uh, next thing you know, we, we start getting bored with Christianity. Ah, uh, yeah, we don't like this whole Christianity thing, and so we're going to start uh, concocting ideologies up. You know, that, that tickle our ears and sound better to us. Uh, and so we've got this idea of, of Marxist communism. <laughs> and then we export it to these people way out in the Far East that have got no connection to it, totally corrupts their society, turns it upside down, and results in the, in the, in the murder of, uh, you know, if not millions, at least hundreds of thousands of people. The Maoist Revolution, and we've we've seen a hundred years of oppression going on there. Again, things are getting better, but still, the the Christians there are really suffering, uh, especially in the area of religious freedom. So there's an underground church, and it's only in the underground church can the priests minister in total freedom, and then uh, they get caught and they get put in prison. So there are countless numbers of Christians, both Catholic and Protestant who are in prison in China, and they've been there for a long time, and they're going to be there until the end of their life. And we don't know a lot about it. You have to learn about this through personal testimony, through people who have experience. Uh, media is not allowed in there. It's not like there can be investigative journalists that go into China and look this, you know, find this stuff out. So, my brothers and sisters, you know, here we are, St. James in our first reading is talking about the rich and how the rich have a serious responsibility to those who are less privileged and uh, need to be very sensitive to issues of justice. So for ourselves in the West, we need to look to these underprivileged areas and have a a consciousness and awareness and to really kind of own up to uh, this understanding that we, in a certain sense, are responsible for a lot of the garbage and the bad things that take place in other parts of the world. And that's not to put a guilt trip on us. It's just to make us aware and make us sensitive and make us motivated to really care, to really, to really give a darn about what's going on, uh, in other places. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean that there isn't serious injustice and oppression taking place in other places that should motivate us to really, to really care. So my brothers and sisters, let's be mindful of our brothers and sisters in China. Uh, and uh, today, let's let's take some time and to and to pray for them.